1: Everybody And welcome back to our podcast. This is Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. And as always, we have Kelly Cook here with us today. Kelly, how you doing?
0: Hey, happy post Thanksgiving, Elizabeth. Hope you guys yes. had a great weekend. It was awesome.
1: Yes, I ate entirely too much as you do as one should do on Thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe drink not not always alcoholic beverages. Right. But drink, you know, too much, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Water, Gatorade, juices. And of course a couple of adult beverages might might have appeared there on the table. But oh yeah. Man, I need to go run. Like right now, just think about it. Makes me want to go run or something. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and we got Christmas around the corner. So you know that all's gonna oh, happen cookies. again.
0: Yes. <laughs> Can't wait.
1: Perfect. Well, today um, we are kind of talking about a trend that we've um, kind of been hearing about in the real estate space. And I think that this has been going on for a few years, um, but really the the hiring of overseas staff for um, different mm-hmm. positions, calling assistants, I know has kind of been, that was probably the first one that, that the, 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 real estate industry started delving into hiring some calling assistants from overseas, um, primarily like the Philippines, probably, um, you know, areas around there, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as, America uh, kind of changes its landscape a little bit and where the cost of living is going up. It's getting harder to um, pay people at a livable wage for what a company can afford. You got to start looking at other avenues, right? So we're kind of seeing more and more um, tasks and positions be uh, sent overseas in the real estate space, especially. Um, so we kind of wanted to dive into that a little bit. I wonder if you guys are, are doing that or if you're seeing that. And uh, Kelly has some personal experience that we can um, we can kind of talk through about as well, if you're looking into it so kelly let's talk about it
0: yeah let's do that's a good it's a good topic conversation and one is very applicable because i think i'm hearing a lot of a lot about that too right as well as well as you are in the marketplace um so the question is is that the right choice for you in your business right as a real estate agent is that the right choice to potentially hire someone who's overseas virtual and uh there's different ways to go about doing it right a there are companies out there that will literally just help you find applicants and then you make you do all the work right you hire them you train them etc and then you you pay them uh, directly everything is direct you are their direct report right okay so a little more work done on your part to do that but obviously you are paying them the wage um directly and there's no fluff on top of that right now the other companies like my out desk um where they will manage the entire process of the um virtual assistant and you're going to pay now get ready for this this is what's interesting i had personal experience doing this elizabeth you're going to pay about double what the actual uh worker in the philippines or whatnot is being paid so if you're paying them four bucks an hour you might you might be paying mildest 8 50 right or eight to nine whatever somewhere in there and they're charging that because you're paying obviously non-Filipinos, right? Typically, or they might be actually using some Filipinos for managers too, as well. That's, that's very, very, um, real. Um, but they're taking that money as profit to the company. Right. Um, so, but you, you know, in theory, when you have a problem, you just call them and they're supposed to fix it. So saving your time what, on training and that's right. That's right. And now, but then you may not like their training, right? You may want to do your own type of training. You may, so there's all kinds of different options there for you to go direct, or to go through a third-party outsource company. Neither one is wrong or right. The third option is the freelancers, right? The people that you can pick up that are typically, not always, but typically overseas uh, through Upwork or Fiverr, right? Where you just need one job done. I need this graphic design logo or whatever it is, right? And so I'm going to go on there, find somebody to do it for a job they bid. They bid their price, right? Hey, I'll create a WordPress website for you for... Two hundred and fifty dollars. Then a guy down the street, not really, I maybe mean, in the country over, right in India or whatever, he might design. The, yeah. <laughs> the
1: World's getting real small, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not that small. Sorry, um, but you know, with the internet, hey, you can just send an email, and it's like they down the street, right? Mm-hmm. So um, then you might want um, that guy might want to do a WordPress site or, or offer to do a WordPress site for two hundred bucks, right? And so everyone's kind of bidding for what they'll do, and services are not always exactly the same, nor is the talent level, right? You have to go off reviews and ratings and that kind of stuff. So there's all kinds of way to, ways to get help. So the, here's the, the main message I want to get to everybody listening to this podcast, Elizabeth, is this. If you feel like you don't have enough time and you can't afford someone to help you on something, you're wrong. You are absolutely wrong. Um, utilize option three. Go to Upwork, go to Fiverr, find someone to do that one thing, that one project you need to get done. I'm telling you guys, there are people out in this world who are very good at doing that one project you may not be very good at or don't want to do who love doing it as well. Find them, utilize their talents, and get it done. Okay. So let's talk about the option one and two, right? Go to direct or go to third party, third-party outsource company. Um, again, no wrong, wrong, wrong way to do it. Um, I found personally for us, we like the going direct route. So now, I started way back in the day doing uh, the direct route, trying to find virtual assistants through where else? Craigslist, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, where else does okay. one go to find some odd thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Which is it's kind of it's kind of odd, right? Uh, not everyone does this. Um, and you know, that was interesting, but by the way, there is a Craigslist page that's pH or whatever, right. Or in the Philippines, and you can mm-hmm. figure that out. Right. And you can go there, but good luck because there's some weird, I just didn't have good success primarily because I think there were, there there's weird technology rules there. And I was being blocked, you know, by Craigslist with what I was trying to do, which was simply just trying to get resumes. Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So it was, it was, I didn't have a lot of success. So then I found this company called online, uh, jobs. Okay. H-H. Dot that ph online jobs.ph. so the guy who runs this is actually american-based go figure and he has just this whole network set up for virtual assistants in the philippines primarily um and we've had a lot of success and you offer the job rate you want to uh, pay uh you offer what you need in terms of the job description so you need to have that figured out right that's important uh you don't want to hire anybody i don't care how much they cost and not have them know what to do, right? That's a no-no. So uh, have that figured out, and then people start replying, right? And then you can go through it just like you would on Indeed or you know ZipRecruiter for jobs right here in the States, and it's no different, which is awesome, right? And, and they, they, all, they all understand English, they, they speak English, and some people have more bigger, thicker accents than others, right? So you gotta be careful on that if it's like a caller position as opposed to maybe an um, administrative assistant position, that kind of thing. So you have to just work through that, but it's it's a great resource, guys. So check that out, use it. I get nothing for it, but I'm just putting it out there because we've had some good success doing it. The other option, too, that third party company, um, there are my, my Outdesk is a big one, right? The other big one is Cyberbackers. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of success with Cyberbackers recently. So I would stick with those two for right now. I mean, there's other ones. If you Google, there's other ones, you know, uh, Zirtual and virtualcoworker.com and these other ones too as well. You can, There's there's plenty that people, plenty of people have gotten the space, right? In terms of American-based business, trying to outsource overseas people to, pe- to business owners like you and me. Um, so if you Google, you'll find plenty there. But I'm telling you right now, those are two I'd start with if you want to go third party, right? Uh, My desk or Cyberbackers. So check that out. Now, the other question is, what, what's the going rate over there? Maybe you don't know. Um, and I'm telling you right now, the going rate, it varies. It's like anywhere else, but it's going to be anywhere from as low as potentially $3 an hour up to in the ballpark of seven to $8 an hour. Now there's people who are more than, worth more than that, right? Been on the job that they're going to do for you. Um, but man, eight bucks an hour compared to, you know, 25 an hour is, is that's, that's a big savings, right? That's,
1: and I that's do nice. want to add too, because I know that when I first heard about this, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's like thinking back about, you know, you got Chinese workers getting paid pennies to make shoes or something like that, like that, you right. know, you know it, it, so it has that like negative connotation, but the Philippine peso, I think is their, um, is their currency there. And it's worth a lot or American dollars are worth a lot more in the Filipino pesos. Right. So it feels like $3 an hour. Like I, you know, I don't, that might feel morally wrong. Like at first just hearing that, but it's not, it's not $3 to them. It's more like somewhere in the ballpark of 12 or 15, or I, I don't know the Even exact. More. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like, mean, I actually don't know the exact maybe like 20. Yeah, uh, that's so all day long there, going right. Yeah. So it's actually like a good, And if you can, and a lot of them over there are doing a lot of these like, um, freelance positions, like on Upwork and things like that. So if you can offer them like a stable work from home position, um, at even, you know, $3, $4, $5 an hour, that is a good, that's a like desirable position, um, with good pay, you know, hopefully you can, um, you know, give them some, some benefits that you would, um, you know, that's up to you, but like PTO or things like that, those are all things that you can offer as well. Um, just because especially there are a lot of people going over there, um, they're going to, you know, hiring over there and these people are going to have some different companies to choose from. So those are all all things that you can do yeah. as well. But, um, having kind of a stable position like that is, is really attractive to, um, to people, people over there who are used to doing kind of that freelance stuff, like on Upwork.
0: That's right, and we and we you, you want to include them as any, you would any other person in physically in your office in terms of staff, right? You want to include them in all that same stuff as if and treat them equally, the exact same way you would. Um, and that's a mistake a lot of people uh, make, right? Oh, I got some virtual person. there's like a robot over there in the Philippines or whatever, right? Uh, so I'm just gonna like you know not ever talk to them and just you know get an email here and there and that kind of that kind of stuff. No, 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 right? Um, if we include ours in all of our meetings, um, and, you know, staff meetings and things of that nature as she's part of the team. So that mm-hmm. helps really helps build the culture because like you said, if they're talented over there, yeah, you got to keep competitive with pay, but just like here, they'll, they'll go somewhere else where maybe they're treated a little better, you know, because they're not treated like just some person that's, you know, hanging out in, uh, on the side of the, of the room right there. Right. As opposed right. to them being part of the integral part of your staff, because they are right. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. So don't make that mistake, guys. And, and, and again, other big mistake is, like anyone else, make sure you have um, a job description and a 30-60-90, what they're going to do when they first start. And, and it's very clear and they're trained well. So again, um, with training, you want to have videos, right? I was told a long time ago, if you, if you do anything more than once, videotape it, right? Yes you can give them videos and they can watch those. They'll learn. These people are not dumb. They're, they're just as smart as any, any person over here in the States. Right. When it comes to, you know, um, the job that needs to be done, they just may have a, a steeper learning curve because you know, the culture and the language and that kind of stuff. Right. So, um, and and, it, and it got, by the way, it's not just Philippines, you know, the other hotbeds around the, around the world for this is, you know, India, Jamaica, mm-hmm. Mexico, Costa Rica, right. Places like that. So, um, they're, they're all over the place and it's becoming a, uh, a, a, like I said, a trend. So I'm glad we had a chance to talk today. We would love to help anyone out that, you know, has any more questions about this. Um, you know, cause there's other things that, that we just don't have time to talk about, but like, you know, you know, how do you pay them? Right. Like literally, like literally how do you pay them? Right. Mm-hmm. And should you bonus them? And, and that's all things that you have to work out with yourself. But the reality is, is, um, you want to treat them, you know, the As exact them. same way. Yep. And here's the thing too, guys, let's be clear. There are things that they just can't do right that well, right? Um, it, not because they're not smart or whatever; it's, it's because it's just you know, with the sometimes bad internet, um, you know, sometimes um, just the 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 the, the, the language, um, accent, um, the, the lack of understanding the local area, right? The towns, the zip codes, that kind of stuff. There's something's gonna be a challenge for them, um, but the vast majority, not the vast majority, but the majority of things that we need done with a real estate transaction on a day-to-day basis, they can do um there's so much little things that we all know go into a transaction right paperwork and uploading documents and things of that nature that they can do all day long so uh assuming you get the right person of course right and the cool thing too is you can start someone off part-time if you're like well even then it's still a jump for me financially so i don't know if i can do that well start them off part-time working four hours a day right 20 hours a week instead of 40 and just see if it can go from there so that's an option too
1: Absolutely. But yeah, that's just something we wanted to talk about. Because like I've said, I I think that we're starting to see a trend more and more toward just, especially beyond the calling assistants, right? Or kind of where we've placed like, oh, I can hire a virtual assistant to do this. There's so many other things. And um, I think that that people are really starting to gravitate toward that. So if you have any questions on this, um, you can always contact Kelly. Kelly, where can they reach you?
0: Yeah, my cell, you can call or text at 480-227-2028 or email at info at kellycookhomes.com.
1: And if, you know, after you hire your virtual assistant and, and you've kind of got, um, you know, some of your transaction stuff done, some of your calling done, whatever it is, now you are ready to focus on building out your team, go to buildyourrealestateteam.com and Kelly yes. will show you the modules for how to do that as well. <laughs> I don't think the the hiring a virtual assistant was in there, but uh that, that should be done first, I think. That's that's a first
0: you step. To Maybe I'll modify that. Maybe it's <laughs> in there. I just forgot. I don't know, but <laughs>
1: I know that the first step, the first step is hiring um your like admin staff, right?
0: Bingo. So that's reason. where you
1: can that's where you can kind of include um include the, the virtual assistants in that that staffing as well. So
0: Yeah, and there's a lot more details in there too, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, you guys, we will see you um, next week with a brand new topic and let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about, any trends that you're seeing that, that you'd like uh, Kelly's take on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We we'll love that. All
1: right. See you guys. See you, Kelly. See you
0: guys. Take care.